On that day it shall be said to Jerusalem, Fear not, O Zion, be not discouraged. Heard that in the first reading, and then just moments later we read, God indeed is my Savior, I am confident and unafraid. Then just a minute later, Have no anxiety at all, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, make your requests known to God. Have no anxiety at all. I am confident and unafraid. Fear not, be not discouraged. All of these things that we read all throughout the scriptures, from the Old Testament into the New, one of the most frequent things Jesus himself says is, be not afraid. And yet that's so much easier said than done. Sometimes we might be tempted to say, okay, God, yeah, when times are okay, I understand it. I trust in you. I fear not. I have no anxiety. But when times are like they are right now, in the world, at work, in my family, with my finances, with my health, with my family's health, whatever the case may be, this whole fear not, be not discouraged, have no anxiety becomes so much harder. So how do we do it? How do we actually live in the way that the scriptures prescribe? You might know my answers having followed the last two weeks. The answer? Virtue. (laughs) Right? To let God form within us a virtuous character that can respond to the needs of every situation by pursuing the good. Right? The first week of Advent, we had talked about prudence. That charioteer of the virtues, that which has to be in play anytime that you do something virtuous. That is, that you can know the good that's to be sought, that you can choose the best way to seek that good, and then that you can actually command yourself to do something about it. That's just the basic structure of every virtuous action. Then last week we applied it to the virtue of justice, of what am I actually do or what what are others do how can i give them that which they deserve how can i be just in my dealings with god with others with my own soul well today we move on to the virtue that makes fearing not possible the virtue that is able to cast aside some of our anxieties the virtue that is able to give us encouragement when the situations around us want to discourage us And that virtue is fortitude. Fortitude, which we don't usually use that word. Usually what we say is courage. But courage is something that we desire so much. It's something that's just such an attractive virtue. Even before Christ, people were attracted to that virtue of courage. Because all of the heroes that you read about, that's what they had. Whenever you watch a good movie or read a good book, usually you're drawn to the character that has This virtue of fortitude, of courage. This person that when things get more difficult, rises to the occasion. Now, can we be that way with our faith? Because very often, and, and I'll stand up here and I'll admit, when things get tough, rather than rising to the occasion, very often I'll make an excuse. I'll say like, well, I mean, things are difficult. In other times, yeah, maybe I would live up to the high calling of Christianity, But, I mean, it's really hard right now in this particular situation. And that shows a glaring lack of fortitude, of courage. 
When times get tough, that's when the Christian should become more Christian. That's when I should be more just, more prudent, more filled with fortitude. So what is fortitude? Well, we read about it in the Catechism, which says, Fortitude is the moral virtue that ensures firmness in difficulties and constancy in the pursuit of the good. Firmness in difficulties. When life gets tough, you get tougher, right? You are the one that that is able to be constant in your pursuit of goodness. That it doesn't waver of, if times are good, then I'll be good. If times are bad, then I'm going to match the times and I'm going to be bad. Fortitude strengthens the resolve to resist temptations and to overcome obstacles in the moral life. It strengthens you to be able to say no when it counts, right? I know for a fact that I have some athletes out here in the, uh, in the congregation. You train outside of the time that you're actually playing in the game so that when the pressures of the game come upon you, you're ready. If the only time that you ever practiced your jump shot was in games, I'm sorry, but you would be totally ineffective to your team. If you never spent any time replaying tape from previous games to see like, okay, what did I do well and what did I do poorly? How can I improve? If you never sat down and had some strategy for how am I going to accomplish my goals in this next game, in this next season, if you never put in time in the gym, I'm sorry, but you're going to be ineffective as an athlete. But how can we allow athletes to care more about victory than we care about salvation? Are we doing all of that? Do I practice when times are good, strengthening my virtues so that when times are bad, I can be stronger? Do I strategize about how am I growing in virtue? How am I allowing myself to be strong enough of soul to be able to say no to temptation? How am I training myself to be able to be virtuous, to be able to to, to live the good life with constancy? To have this firmness in difficulty and this constancy in the pursuit of the good. So it's clear that fortitude's a thing worth having. So how do we get it? How do we grow in fortitude? Well, the way that we grow in every virtue. First of all, you got to be a beggar. you got to beg the Lord God Almighty for that grace. So just as we have had a, a devotion every morning of first asking for prudence, then asking for justice, now every morning we can ask God for fortitude, for courage in the day's difficulties, that we may not wilt under the pressure, but instead rise up to an even higher level of Christian goodness when life gets tougher. We are also inspired by the lives of the saints. This is a great week to Read through the life of at least one saint, at least one martyr, and to be inspired by the fortitude that they showed in the midst of difficulties so that we can do the same. But then virtues, just like muscles, get stronger with use. Right? I'm only ever going to get stronger if I push my muscles to the limit and then give them time to recover, and then they grow back stronger. I'm only going to get more virtuous If I try to live out the virtues, it's not just this magical, I prayed for it and then God changed me. It's I prayed for it. And then when the opportunity came to exercise it, I did by his grace. And that's how I grew. So this week, how can we exercise fortitude after having prayed for the grace, after having maybe been inspired by the life of a saint? 
I would challenge you to have one hard conversation you've been putting off. Or to do one difficult thing that you've just been kicking the can with. If it's not a conversation, it might be a lifestyle change. It might be something that you just have not had the courage to do. You've thought about it. You've yearned for it. Maybe when we were talking about prudence, you realized, oh yeah, I know the good that's to be sought. And I know that this is the path forward in actually seeking that good. You know the path before you. You know that maybe this is the best way to be just toward this person in your life. To restore justice in a relationship. To restore justice in your soul, your relationship with God. But maybe up to this point it's just been too hard. The task has seemed too daunting. Well, this week, pray for fortitude every day. And at some point this week, do the difficult thing. It's going to be hard. But grace is always stronger than anything that we're ever going to face. So I pray that this week we can grow in that great virtue of fortitude, knowing that it is having that virtue of fortitude, knowing that even when things get difficult, we can get better and we can actually grow and rise to the occasion. That's what gives us the Christian joy we have today. This whole liturgy is imbued with joy. The colors that we wear are meant to signal the joy that Christ is coming. Well, he's coming to strengthen us. He's coming so that we can live at a higher level of virtue. Know that since he has come, we can rejoice because he makes us stronger. He makes us more courageous. He gives us fortitude. And with fortitude, we can achieve true goodness.